Welcome to Zichu Daf Simani Member by Ram Gold. Hi, and today we're Baba Kama Daf Ein Alf, the seventh parak Maruba. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the mission on the previous Daf taught that one is liable for dal behavior shechting on Yom Kippur. The one is, although there's no death penalty for shechting Yom Kippur, but there is malchus, and the halacha is in loku mishalom. One does not receive malchus and pay money for the same action. It answers that the mission of Alzheimer, Mary, who holds loku mishalom. Still, he agrees that one who shechs on Shabbos does not pay dollar behavior because one cannot receive the death penalty and pay money for one action. In a bright story, Mir does obligate dollar behavior for shechting on Shabbos, and the Gemara answers that the Gemara's case is where he shechs it through another person. The shuliach receives the death penalty, and the thief pays dollar behavior. The Gemara asks that the thief should not pay dollar behavior because ain't shuliach the varavera. Rabbi answers that Dal Vehe is an exception because the Torah compares selling the animal with shechting it. Just as selling involves another person, meaning the buyer, shechting can also be done through a shaliach. Other drushes are quoted. Pointing to the Gemara is that if the price it just mentioned is discussing shechita done through a shaliach, why did the Rabbanon exempt him from paying Dal Vehe? It answers that this opinion is Rabbi Shimon who holds shechita jenruya loshma shechita, a shechita which is unfit, meaning does not permit the animal, is not termed shechita and would not obligate Dal Vehe. Although Mishnah teaches that if one shechs on Shabbos, the animal is permitted to eat, the Rabbanon in this price of Rabbi Yochanan Asandu, who said about an intentional shechita on Shabbos, it may never be eaten neither by him nor by others. This is because Shabbos is called Kodesh, comparing it to Hektish. Ma Kodesh asur just as Hektish is forbidden in consumption. Af Shabbos asurin so too, the products of a Shabbos violation are forbidden in consumption. Still, it's permitted and benefit because the Pasuk concludes Lechem, for you, implying Shalachem Yehe, it shall be for you. Ravach and Ravina dispute if this prohibition is deraisa or only Drabanan, because Kodesh He means only Shabbos is Kodesh, Vemas of Kodesh, but its products are not consecrated. According to this opinion, the Rabbanan and the Braisa agree that the thief pays all the hay for a Shechita on Shabbos. And point with you, Rava asked Rav Nachman, Ganav If one stole an ox of two partners and shechted it, and admitted his liability to one of them, exempting himself from paying the kanas of Dalad Vehei to that partner, does he pay Dalad Vehei of the other partner's share if Adim later testified to his guilt? Do we say, Chamisha Bakar Amar The Torah said he must pay five cattle, and this implies below Chamisha Chatzei Bakar, but not five half cattle. Or do we say that five half-cattle are included in the Torah's penalty? He responded that one does not pay five half-cattle. This is challenged from our mission, which taught that if someone stole from his father and shechted it, and then his father died, he pays all the hay. Since he shares in his father's inheritance and is put from paying for his own share, he should also be exempt from paying all the hay for his brother's shares. Rav Nachman answered that the Mishnah's case is where the son was found guilty in court during the father's lifetime. The next morning, Rav Nachman retracted and said, one does pay five half cattle to a partner. So once again, the three points are number one. The mission on the previous stuff taught that one is high for dollar the hay for shechting on Yom Kippur. The one asks, although there's no death penalty for shechting Yom Kippur, but there is malchus, and the halacha is in loku mishalom. One does not receive malchus and pay money for the same action. It answers that the mission of Alzheimer, Mary, who holds loku mishalom. Still, he agrees that one who shechs on Shabbos does not pay dollar behe because one cannot receive the death penalty and pay money for one action. In a bright story, Mir does obligate dollar behe for shechting on Shabbos, and the Gemara answers that the Gemara's case is where he shechs it through another person. The shuliach receives the death penalty, and the thief pays dollar behe. The Gemara asks that the thief should not pay dollar behe because ain't shuliach the varavera. 
Rabbi answers that Dal Behe is an exception because the Torah compares selling the animal with shechting it. Just as selling involves another person, meaning the buyer, shechting can also be done through a shaliach. Other drushes are quoted. Pointing to the Gemara is that if the price it just mentioned is discussing shechita done through a shaliach, why did the Rabban exempt him from paying Dal Behe? It answers that this opinion is Rabbi Shimon who holds shechita ruya loshma shechita, a shechita which is unfit, meaning does not permit the animal, is not termed shechita and would not obligate Dal Behe. Although Mishnah teaches that if one shechs on Shabbos, the animal is permitted to eat, the Rabban in this price of all Rabbi Yochanan Asandu, who said about an intentional shechita on Shabbos, it may never be eaten neither by him nor by others. This is because Shabbos is called Kodesh, comparing it to Hektish. Ma Kodesh asur just as Hektish is forbidden in consumption. Af Shabbos asurin so too. The products of a Shabbos violation are forbidden in consumption. Still, it's permitted and benefit because the Pasuk concludes Lachem, for you, implying Shalachem Yehei, it shall be for you. Ravach and Ravina dispute if this prohibition is deraisa or only Rabbanan, because Kodesh he means only Shabbos is Kodesh, Vemas of Kodesh, but its products are not consecrated. According to this opinion, the Rabbanan and the Braisa agree that the thief pays all the hay for a shechita on Shabbos. And pointing with you, Rav asked Rav Nachman, Ganav If one stole an ox of two partners and shechted it, v'hodel echmehen, and admitted his liability to one of them, exempting himself from paying the kanas of dalad vehe to that partner, does he pay dalad vehe of the other partner's share if Adim later testified to his guilt? Do we say chamisha bakar amar The Torah said he must pay five cattle, and this implies v'loch chamisha chatzei bakar, but not five half cattle. Or do we say that five half-cattle are included in the Torah's penalty? He responded that one does not pay five half-cattle. This is challenged from our mission, which taught that if someone stole from his father and shechted it, and then his father died, he pays all the hay. Since he shares in his father's inheritance and is putting from paying for his own share, he should also be exempt from paying all the hay for his brother's shares. Rav Nachman answered that the Mishnah's case is where the son was found guilty in court during the father's lifetime. The next morning, Rav Nachman retracted and said, one does pay five half cattle to a partner. All right, so now we go to our Simadav Ayn Alf, and this one was suggested to us by Sammy Rubin from London, England. He suggested that Ayn Alf is a donkey going E-aw, E-aw. So here goes. The donkey driver who saw that the thief who stole his sheep had a shaliach shechted on Shabbos, obligating the thief to pay him dalvehei, prohibiting the sheep's meat to him and others forever, since it was Misa Shabbos, and Shabbos is Kodesh, like Hectish, was comforted knowing he had at least received five half cattle from a thief who stole his ox and shafted it, and only admitted what he had done to his partner. Once again, it's a motion. The donkey driver, donkey driver, that must be more enough. Ein Aleph, E-R. The donkey driver who saw that the thief who stole his sheep had a shliach shechted on Shabbos, obligating the thief to pay him Dalad Vehei, which reminds us, in a Bryce where Rabbi Meir does obligate a thief Dalad Vehei for shechting on Shabbos, and the Gemara explains that the Bryce's case is where he shechts it through another person. The Shulich receives the death penalty, and the thief pays Dalad Vehei. The Gemara says that the thief should not pay Dalad Vehei because ain't Shaliach Vera. Rabbi answers that Dalad Vehei is an exception because the Torah compares selling the animal with shechting it. Just as selling involves another person, the buyer, shechting could also be done through a Shaliach. So the donkey driver who saw that the thief who stole his sheep had a shliach shechted on Shabbos, obligating the thief to pay him dollar the hay, prohibiting the sheep's meat to him and others forever, since it was Misa Shabbos, and Shabbos is Kodesh, like Hagdish, which reminds us, although a mission teaches that if one shechs on Shabbos, the animal is permitted to eat, the abundant in a price of all Rabbi Yochanan Sandu, who said about an intentional shechit on Shabbos, 
It may never be eaten, neither by him nor by others. This is because Shabbos is called the Kodesh, comparing it to Hektish. Ma Kodesh Asur Bachila, just as Hektish is forbidden in consumption of my Shabbos Asur Bachila, so too the products of a Shabbos violation are forbidden in consumption. So the donkey driver who saw that the thief who stole a sheep had a Shaliach Shechtan on Shabbos, obligating the thief to pay him all the hay, prohibiting the sheep's meat him and others forever, since it was Maisa Shabbos and Shabbos is Kodesh like Hektish, was comforted knowing he had at least received five half cattle from a thief who stole his ox and shackled it and only admitted what he had done to his partner, which reminds us, Rava asked Rav Nachman, Ganav Shor Shal Shnei Shutafin if one stole an ox of two partners and shackled it, Behodel Echomehen, and admitted his liability to one of them, exempting himself from paying the knas of Dalvehei to that partner, does he pay Dalvehei of the other partner's share if witnesses later testify to his guilt? Do we say, the Torah said he must pay five cattle, and this implies but not five half cattle. Or do we say that five half cattle are included in the Torah's penalty? He responded that one does not pay five half cattle, but later retracted and said that one does pay five half cattle to that partner. So once again, the donkey driver who saw that the thief who stole a sheep had a shliach shechten on Shabbos, obligating the thief to pay him prohibiting the sheep's meat to him and others forever, since it was Maisa Shabbos and Shabbos is Kodesh, like Hagdish, was comforted knowing he'd at least received five half cattle from a thief who stole his ox and shackled it, and only admitted what he had done to his partner. All right, so now it's time for Four Vlabach Chazara. Daf Samach Zayin. So the simmer Daf Samach Zayin is a sizzling barbecue. So here goes. The thief standing by his barbecue. Barbecue? That must mean we're on Daf Samach Zayin. Sizzling barbecue. The thief standing by his barbecue, which was under the stone crossbeam, he built into his patio ceiling, which reminds us, on the previous stuff, Rav Yosef taught that a thief acquires a stolen item through Shinu Hashem, a change in name. Now, this is a challenge from a Mishnah teaching that one who steals a crossbeam and builds it into a ceiling, thereby changing its name from crossbeam to ceiling, does not need to return the crossbeam because of Tekanus Hashavim, implying that otherwise the thief would not acquire the beam, although its name changed. Rabbi Yosef answers that it's still called a crossbeam even when built into a ceiling. Rabbi Zera answers that Shinui Ahosu Ubriyoso, a change that reverts to its original state, such as a beam which can be dismantled, is not considered a change regarding Shinui Hashem. So the thief standing by his barbecue, which was under the stone crossbeam, he built into his patio ceiling, planning to shecht and cook the lame and stolen sheep that were endowed for Kabanus, since Yehush is not Kona, which reminds us, Ua said, Menayla Yehush ain't Kona. From where do we know that Yehush does not cause the thief to acquire the stolen item? The Pasuk says regarding Karbanas, and you bring what is stolen, the lame and the sick, implying a comparison between a stolen and lame animal. Just as the lame one has no remedy because its blemish renders it permanently unfit, so too, a stolen animal has no remedy and is invalid as a carbon, whether before or after Yehush. This proves the thief does not acquire the animal for use as a carbon through Yehush, Rava quotes another source. So that thief standing by his barbecue, which was under the stolen crossbeam, he built into his patio ceiling, planning to shecht and cook the lame and stolen sheep that were invalid for Kabanas, since Yehush is not Kona, got caught by police for stealing the barbecue from another thief, and was told he would have to pay Kefal since he stole it after Yehush of the original owner. Which reminds us the Mishan Daf Samach Beis Amabes taught, One who steals from a thief does not pay Kefal because he did not steal it from the owner's possession. 
Rav says this is only before Yehush, but after Yehush, Kenogana Brishon, the first thief has acquired it, and the second thief would be careful since he stole it from its new owner. Dav Samaches. So the similar Dav Samaches is Schach. So here goes. The thief who covered up an animal he stole and sold was Schach. Schach. That must be more Dav Samaches. The thief who covered up an animal he stole and sold was Schach before the Yehush of the owner, making Mechaev. In which reminds us, the Gemara states, one who sells a stolen animal before the owner's despair. Rav Nachman says, he's liable to pay because the Torah says, or he sells it, and he sold it, regardless of whether it's before or after Yehush, even if it does not affect an actual acquisition. Rav Shesha says, he's exempt from paying because his liability is only after the owner's despair where the thief's actions are affected, meaning the change of domain following Yehush causes the buyer to acquire it. Before Yehush, where the sale is ineffective, he would not pay Dalbehe. It must be similar to Shachtim, where his actions are effective. So the thief who covered up an animal he stole and sold with Schach before the Yehush of the owner, making Chayv in Dalbehe, right under a Schach banner with his favorite motto, Stam Geneva Yehush Balimhu, which reminds us, the Gemara says Rebbe Lazar also holds that Dalbehe is only paid for a sale after Yehush. He says, Know that the presumption regarding theft is that the owner despairs of retrieving his item. His proof is that a thief pays doll the hay for selling an animal, which he assumes must be effective, similar to shechting. Since the Torah implies he would be liable for an immediate sale, similar to shechting, it must be that we assume the owner despaired, and the subsequent change of domain through the sale affects the acquisition to the buyer together with the Yehush, Yochan rejects Rebbe Lezer's premise. So the thief who covered up an animal he stole and sold the schach before the Yehush of the owner, making Mechaev in Dalbehei, right under a schach banner with his favorite motto, Stam Geneva Yesh Balimhu, took another stolen animal that he was Makdish and shechted it, which reminds us, Rebbe Yochanan who holds one as high for selling or shechting after Yehush, challenged Rish Lakish who disagreed from a Mishnah, Gana Vihiktish, one who stole an animal, and he was Makdish it, and afterwards he shechted it. He only pays kefu, but not dal vehei. Riyokan assumes that the thief was makdishet, which can only be effective after yeush. Still, the mission implies that if it was not hektish, he would pay dal vehei. Rishonkish answers that the mission's case is before yeush, and it means the owner was makdishet. Dav samachtes. So the similar dav samachtes is soot, and we often use a chimney sweep. So here goes. That's new one who set aside money to redeem the camera of I. That the chimney sweeps covered in soot. Chimney sweeps. Soot. That must be more dav samachtes. That's knowing who set aside money to redeem the camera of I, that the chimney sweeps covered in soot, improperly took, which reminds us, the mission teaches that the snowing discreet ones would ensure that one taking their produce would not transgress camera of I by setting aside money and declaring, whatever was picked from this vineyard shall be rendered chulun on this money. So that's knowing who set aside money to redeem the camera of I, that the chimney sweeps covered in soot, improperly took. We're surprised to learn that a thief who stole their set of musses for him from the thief who originally stole from them did not have to pay them kefal, since it wasn't considered in their rishos, which reminds us, Rabbi Yochan ruled like a mission of Samach Beis Amab Beis, which taught that one who steals from a thief does not pay kefal. He doesn't pay kefal to the first thief because the Torah says kefal is paid for stealing Mibesa Ish from the man's house, implying, but not from the thief's house. But why does he not pay kefal to the true owner? It must be because it's not in his possession, meaning his ownership of the stolen goods is diminished. So that Snuin, who set aside money to redeem the camera of I, that the chimney sweeps covered in soot, 
improperly took, were surprised to learn that a thief who stole their set of mussels farm from the thief who originally stole it from them did not have to pay them cavil, since it wasn't considered in their rishus. Given the fact that they just learned that Meister Shani, which is Mama Gavoa, can be redeemed after it's stolen, since it is considered in their rishos, which reminds us, Rav Mera holds Meister Mamun Gavohu, Meister Shani is divine property, yet the Torah placed it in his possession regarding redemption, because only the owner adds an extra fifth when redeeming. The same applies to Kim Ravai, based on the Gezer Shava. Since the Torah considers him the owner of Kim Ravai regarding redemption, although it's not legally his, he can also redeem it after it's stolen from him. Daf Ein. So the similar Daf Ein is an eye doctor. So here goes. When the eye doctor, eye doctor, that must be on Daf Ein. While the eye doctor tested his patient's sight by having him read the letters in an orkasa, which is not valid, from Metaltalin, which reminds us, the scars of Narada said, We do not write a power of attorney for movable items held by a third party. This is based on Rabbi Yochanan's principle that an owner cannot transfer items which are not in his possession. Other halachas of an urkasa are brought. So, while the eye doctor tested his patient's sight by having him read the letters in an urkasa, which is not valid, for metatalin, and then see if he could spot the word davar between a picture of two adim testifying someone stole an animal and two adim who testified he shakted it, which reminds us the next mission states ganaval pishnaim if one stole an animal according to the adus of two witnesses and he shakted it or sold it according to their testimony or the testimony of two other witnesses he pays davar this seems to disagree with Rabbi Kiva. Abraisa teaches there were three separate pairs of witnesses each testify that a new occupant used a property for a different year. The testimonies are combined and the occupant is presumed the owner. Rabbi Kiva disagreed because the Torah says davar, witnesses establish a matter, but not a half matter. A testimony which cannot stand alone is unacceptable. So how then could separate witnesses testify to shechita, which is ineffective without testimony of the theft? Abai presents an answer. So while the eye doctor tested his patient's sight by having him read the letters in an urkasa, which is not valid for metatheling, and then see if he could spot the word davar between a picture of two aiding testifying someone stole an animal, and two aiding who testified he shechted it, a patient waiting to be seen was engrossed in an article about the case of a man who bought a stolen sheep on Shabbos by letting the thief cut off a fig from his tree, which reminds us, the Mishnah taught that if one stolen animal and sold it on Shabbos, he pays all the hay. Abraisa says he's patri, and Rabbi Barachama explains this is where the buyer told the thief, cut off for yourself a fig from my tree, and your stolen item shall thereby be acquired by me. Since the thief affects the sale through a Shabbos violation, detaching a fig, he's exempt from Dal Vehe because of Kimwe Bid Rabbi Mineh. Alright, so now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff you learn that a Ghana will be chayv Dal Vehe when he has a Shuliach, Shech the animal on Shabbos? That's on Dav. Off. Good number two. Which stuff do we discuss the testimony of stealing and subsequent selling or shechting? And Rabbi Kiva's position on Davar versus Chatzid Davar. That's on Dav. Ayin. Good number three. Which stuff do we is about one who sells a stolen animal before Yehush, whether he's chayv for Dal Vehe? That's on Dav. Samaches. Good number four. Which of the according to Rabbi Mir, that Meister Shani is Mamun Gavoa, one can even redeem stolen produce? That's on Dav. Good number five. Which stuff do you have a question of a thief only admitted that he stole and shechted an animal to one partner? Would the other partner receive five half bakar? That's on duff. Iron off. Good number six. Which stuff do you learn why a stolen cross being built into a ceiling is not considered a case of shinui shame? That's on duff. 
Samach Zayin. Good number seven. Wish of the good Rabbi Yochanan Sandor holds that Meiser Shabbos is forbidden to everyone forever. That's on Dav. Ainov. Good number eight. Wish of the good Rabbi Lazar holds Stam Gneva Yeish Balimhu. The presumption regarding theft is that the owner despairs of retrieving his item. That's on Dav. Good number nine. Which stuff do we discuss a case of a person buying a stolen animal through Chilul Shabbos by having the thief cut off a fig from his fig tree? That's on Dav. Ayan. Good. And number ten. Which stuff do we have the sugi of Tavra Vashasya, where a thief breaks a keg of wine he stole and is required to now pay its current value? That's on Dav. Excellent. That comes today's shir. This is everybody. Ram Goldhart from Zichru wishing you a great day and great learning.